Oh, jam! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another, I don't know, bile-filled episode of Monday Night Magic. 2020-filled <laughs> That's what I said. Yep. 2020 uh, equals bile. Quite synonymous. Now I forgot what I was saying. Number 698. 698. Oh, Chewy Squee Clues. Yes. I am Chewy. That one is Squee. True. That, that one over there is Clues. Hey! And Clues just resubbed. That's yeah, right. With that, no, it's not called that anymore. Prime Gaming. <laughs> That's worse. It really is. <laughs> worse. I think they're trying. They're. I, I bet that that's the start of a whole new branding thing. They're going to either lose the Twitch name or they're going to start something called Prime Gaming. Probably. That's going to be like freaking Google Stadia or something. <laughs> but let's hope not because, buh. Based on the crippling success that was Google Wave, we too can make a stupid branding choice. Aw, man. Now I miss Google Wave. Yeah, of course you won. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, we're actually recording an episode before three weeks pass, but nothing happened until today. And then it happened. Admittedly, and, yeah, then it happened. The uh, pretty typical for whenever new sets come out, so. The fecal material hit the spinning metal blades. Yeah. So let's just dive right in, shall we? Poopy thing go in, poopy thing come out. Indeed. So first up is today's BNR update, where in standard they banned Uro Euro Uro, Titan of Nature's Wrath. You know the thing that they that's the been a problem in the format for actual months banned. now. That which should not have been printed. I mean, one of the things that should not have been printed. Right. Yes. Amongst the things that should not have been printed. It has chains on it in the card. What were the odds of it not getting banned? Look, uh, it's an eldritch horror. Just look at it. What are those old giants? Buh. Uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's the news. Now, that's that, not all the news. It's the big news. It, well... I mean, that's not all the news about this. Oh, yeah. They, they banned the the Elder Titan, but that's all they banned. So here's a screenshot of the uh, results of uh, a Star City event that just happened over the weekend. Um, as you can see, this we're looking at the top 21. I think only... Oh, no, all 21 are on screen, yeah. So this is the top 21. Do you see a trend here? I do. Yeah. Um hey, I've got a I've got a question. What is your question? Um well, I, I mean I have, I have many questions. Um what's today's date? 928 September the 28th. Okay, just just checking. Um Zendikar Rising released when? Friday, I think. Yeah, so that puts today three days into this format. Yeah. And we have a banning. Yeah. Okay, it's important that you get your bands in as you rotate things. It's just more fun that way. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, for those of you listening in audio form, uh, third place in, in this top 21 
was a Gruel Adventures deck. Literally the other 20 places are four-color Omnath. Can we just say that Teamer Adventures is three-color Omnath on principle? <laughs> so, like, that... Yeah. Uh... 19 of the 21 decks are four-color Omnath. Oh, look, in fourth place. I'm sorry, yeah, excuse me. Fourth place was Teamer Adventures. And the other yeah. 19 of 21, excuse me, my bad, are uh, four-color Omnath. Format is wide open, baby. You can play any four-color Omnath deck you want. Yeah. You could go with the one that won, or the one that came in second, or the one that came in fifth through 21st. <laughs> so many options. Now, Except now you can't. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, no, you no, can. The... Uh, the general consensus is that the Uro Titan of Nature's Wrath ban, while it has been a problem in standard for the last several months, now that Omnath, Locus of Creation, and freaking Lotus Cobra are in standard, losing Uro, this deck goes, eh, shrugs, and yeah. keeps winning. That is the That is the general consensus among pro players. Yeah. So they banned. So, okay. This is a thing. Oh, God. I can't believe this is about to come out of my mouth. This is a thing that people have been saying about bannings for a very long time. And that's. Uh, they just don't want to ban cards from the new set because they still need to sell packs. And every single time that comes out of people's mouth in the past with, you know, older Watsy, I said, you're an idiot. Shut up. They care way more about the health of the format than they do about the tiny little bit of uh, packs that this one card is selling. Yeah. But that was old Watsy. Historically accurate. Yeah. But new Watsy, the way, like, we, we, are, we are down on Wizards of the Coast every single episode of Monday Night Magic because Wizards of the Coast sucks these days. And I really believe... Uh, there's a whole write-up here that I'm not even going to bother looking at. But uh, I really believe that they didn't want to ban their massively pushed new card on the first uh, Monday of uh, a new set release because it sells packs. And I wish that I didn't feel that way, but Watsy's track record over all of 2020 gives me no reason to doubt that sentiment at all. Not a one. And that sucks. I don't want to be like, Watsy just wants your money, but Watsy just wants your money. <laughs> I think for me it was when the Oko format like loomed badly for so long before they finally banned Oko. Yup. And I think that was kind of the line in my mind. Of we're not going to ban the problem card. We're going to stick it out while this is still selling. And now everything in the light of that just sort of lines up with it. So I would like to argue against either of you. Okay. I really would. Because it, it would be... Well, see, that's the problem. I'd like to. <laughs> I... Oh. I'm not sure that I can is yeah. the problem. Uh, I mean, in the in the past, okay, so uh, a couple of things. Um, in the past, several things that I've argued for. One, 
uh, Watsi is a company and needs to make money, right? And I know that a lot of people are down on that concept, but if Watsi doesn't make money, Watsi can't make more magic. So you do want them to succeed as a company. However, <laughs> um, other things I've, I've uh, noted in the past, you often see that, uh, oh, here, here's another thing that I have argued in the past. Um, you, you kind of have this choice and I, I don't want to, I don't want to portray it as, uh, you only have these two choices, but they're the two easiest paths forward. You have make cards that are safe and will not break formats and you get a boring format, but nothing's broken or make cards that are pushed and you, uh, run the risk of breaking formats and having to do bannings and ending up with completely stagnant, homogenous, you know, uh, standard. And it's been argued in the past, even by me, I believe that you'd rather that they push a little bit and ban when they need to, than just be boring all the time. Yeah. But in the past, what we've seen is a pendulum, right? So the format will swing one way with a, a set or two that's pushed a little too hard and uh, formats get a little, like I said, homogenous. And then it swings back with you have a slightly boring set that uh, nothing's over. The, the, the power, there's an ebb and a flow to the power level. It's your mirror against Kamigawa back to Ravnica. Yeah, this is like if you're watching the pendulum and and it it swings over to the power side and then you're like, oh, it's going to swing back and it just keeps going. And that is troubling is the way I would describe that. Maybe they're trying to swing it all the way or up and over. Oh, so they're doing the thing on the swing set where you always felt if you pumped your legs hard enough, you could get the swing to go all the way around. Yeah, and then you do, and you end up the Inside Out Boy or whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah. Was that his name? Inside Out Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I'm good. There's a reference for you. Go look that up. Yeah, a real thing. I was starting to make, and you just jumped on it before me. My bad. We're on the same page on that one. (laughs) So yeah, I don't look. I just looking at these cards. Okay. Just looking at can can you mouse over some of these cards for us, Chewy? I mean, which one? Well, let's start with Uro. Okay. Uro, Euro, Uro, 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 Titan of Nature's Wrath. This is a card that I don't understand <laughs> how you can read all of the text on this card and not th- and think that this is okay to print. Uh, wait a minute. Blues. It's blue and has a three converted mana cost that has never hurt magic. <laughs> Uh, Chifuji just resubbed for the 20th month and said, holy crap, Inside Out Boy. You're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah. But, I mean, look at this. For three mana, you get three life, draw a card, and you accelerate. Yeah. Even if you never do anything else with this card. Yeah. Even if there was, if, even if there was not a 6-6 six, six for four stapled to it. Yeah. It also lets you gain three life. And draw a card. And, and accelerate. Accelerate. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I just can't wrap my head around how this card got printed. And it is a problem and will be a problem in historic, in modern, in vintage, in everything. It will be a, it will be a problem in every format it is allowed to exist in. 
but that's not the card. That's not the card that was actually the pro what's crazy is what's insane is that's not really the card that was a problem in standard. I mean, it has been for quite some time. Yeah. I mean, we were troubled by it, but it wasn't like, oh yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's ban something. But now take a look at Omnoth. Um, nom, 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 nom. Oh. Yeah. He's, uh, somewhat ridiculous. So four mana in four colors. And there are times when, uh, this kind of card is hard to cast. There this are formats when this would have been hard to cast. This is not the format where this is hard to cast, right? Um, you want to run a four color deck? Oh, we got the lands for you. We've got some tricolored lands. We've got uh, we've got lands that are spells, so you can just go ahead and run those whenever you want. We got um, some sands. We got we, some plus signs. We don't we quite have. We, we don't quite have you know the full suite of fetches, sure, but still. We've got we've got cards to support this. We got cultivate. We've got evolving wilds. We've got oh a lotus cobra. Oh oh lotus cobra. Oh you damn little snake! Look at you! Look at you with landfall. Add one mana of any color to power your four colored decks. Yeah, man. And then Omnath gets these trigger abilities, one of which replaces the mana with which you cast. Omnath. So it's it's not it's not going to be a problem, as long as there's nothing that you can do with a whole bunch of mana. At all, right? Yeah, so. I, I can't think of a damn thing. Yeah. Um, well, there was a time in this game where you could just pass the turn and burn, but it turns out that's not happening. Yeah. But yeah, suffice it to say. Cards are all designed to do the thing they're doing. The thing that they're doing is being done. The thing that's being done is bad because it's better than everything else that can be done. And this has clearly always been the plan or they would not have been made this way. Yep. Um, Tenth Tech in chat just said, who looked at Siege Rhino and went, we have to go deeper. A sick, sick individual. Um, I'm largely of the mindset that most of the last few years of Magic the Gathering have been, let's print things that get banned so that we have a lot of hype and have an excuse to shake up the format halfway through without having to release more cards. We're still going to release more cards, but if we do a banning, then we get to shuffle it. Did they end the Future Future League and not tell us? Well, they I think now have, it's just play design. Yeah, they, they have a different team that does this. And clearly play design is just top-notch work these days. Does anyone actually, do we know anyone on the play design team? Are uh, there we, people we on used the play to. Design We did team? at one point. I don't know if they're still on it. I know Melissa DeToro was on it for a while. Yeah. Or I think, wasn't she? Was she play she design? Was, yeah. I can't she, was, she was the one who wrote the original article about it. I think. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like when they started banning cards, they're like, okay, what we're doing isn't working. We're going to do play design team. And then they continue to release cards that had to be banned. So like we sort of looked the other way for a while because we know this stuff is built with a time lag. But it kept happening. So, yeah. Well, according to the MTG wiki, we have a list of people who are on play design. So, presumably, these people are actually on play design. So, the team still exists. I suspect play design is giving all kinds of warnings that are just not being heeded. 
Now that's actually a good possibility. I, I don't want to heap hate on these folks because I don't know what the politics inside of Watson look than like. I am. They understand the game way better than I do. I believe in their ability to find these problems because they're really obvious and not just in hindsight. Like, yeah, and I, I think I'll also mention that there's a really good chance that they have been saving us from terrible things all along and we just haven't noticed. I, My suspicion is that um, there's a calculation made for we're willing to tolerate this amount of bad and then we'll just ban it if it doesn't work out because most of the best decks to pop out over the last few years, and definitely correct me if I'm misremembering this, but I feel like we find the best decks within a few weeks of the, the format coming out now because they are kind of obvious. And then they stay the best deck until something gets banned. I mean, not only because they are kind of obvious, but because of the digital nature of yeah. Arena, it becomes obvious super fast. Yeah. Like, we used to do the thing of, like, the first few weeks, it's going to be aggro red decks. And then about a month in, we'd get a PTQ or a, a real Pro Tour, I guess. And that would be where the real archetypes come from. And then every, you know, three or so weeks after that, someone would surprise us with like a, you know, key meta choice. Or, but here they just, they've got it like almost immediately. Yeah. And it doesn't change until something gets banned. Mm. I don't think it's quite that bad, but. Admittedly, is, like now that we don't have. It is much accelerated compared to. Like, it's harder to compare to. It's much accelerated compared to any time ever in Magic's history ever. Yeah. Because right now, the only way to play, uh, at least in this country, is Arena. Yeah. I'll also say that for those who may not have been around for a while, if, if you're new to all this, it is a very bad sign when you have to ban things in Standard. And it's super ultra bad when you have to ban things in standard three days into new set rotation. I mean, I don't think it's a bad sign anymore if it's the, you know, they're pushing things and something was a little out of whack. But this is not that. On the same level that we used to, like Jace Mind Sculptor and Stoneforge Mystic were massive mistake bans. And like, that was a big deal. And we got that. And then when we had like the treasure cruise kinds of stuff coming up and like, you know, the other formats. Okay. Well that was designed for one format that and then way too good. Another format. So we sort of got it. Yeah. But these are just straight up the, you know, the big splashy card of each set eventually gets banned and it just keeps happening. Um, yeah. And it's happened so often that we kind of expect it now. Like, we used to just sort of roll our eyes when we saw a BNR list, and we assumed that maybe it was going to be something in, like, modern. Like, now it's just like, oh, I wonder what they're banning this time. Probably something in standard. And then you look at the deck list, and you see the same deck, like, 19 out of 21 times. Like, yeah, probably something in standard. Probably. It's like playing rock, paper, scissors, but it's really just playing rock, paper. And it's just like, in a no-scissors format, you kind of have a right choice and a wrong choice. Also, we would love to tell you that this was the major brouhaha today. That this was all anybody talked about. I I would love to say that, yeah. Oh, there's one more thing here at the bottom. Uh, it says, uh, I'd like to emphasize that f- for this being our change, our focus was primarily on standard and historic. Which just rotated a second ago, by the way. Standard did, anyway. 
not rotated, but just had a new set added a second ago. With an eye for the upcoming 2020 season grand finals, changes to other formats if needed will be included in future updates. Wait, did standard not just rotate? Wait, did it? Yes, fall. Yeah. Okay, so it did just rotate. Wait, it is fall. Holy crap, it's almost October. Yeah, Yeah. afraid so. It feels like it's still March, but it's not. It's it's like the second year of March 2020. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's okay, I was right the first time. It did just rotate, and already they're they're banning a card. I mean, admittedly, if you're going to ban a card, doing it around rotation is probably the least disruptive time to do it, but it would have been better to do it in advance. (laughs) By not printing some of these, yeah. Yeah. So, what's the over-under on how long until Omnath gets banned? Um, are, is Omnath on the face of any upcoming products? Do we know about Secret Layer Broken? Because <laughs> uh, I think that's going to be our deciding factor. Ugh, it's just terrible. One From person... The- oh, we get three to four oh. weeks, three weeks, one month in chat. I'm waiting for Secret Layer Nephilim to come out with Omnath, and that'll be, like, uh, as soon as they're done taking pre-orders before it ships, that's when it'll happen. Oh, well before it ships, because shipping is... Shipping is... Yeah, they they keep selling them, but (laughs) they're not bothering to ship them. I mean, people keep buying them. Uh, yeah, well, Magic players are, by and large, stupid. So, hey, let's talk about things that Magic players shouldn't buy, but they will. Yeah. Because, as Clue said, we would love to tell you that this was the biggest issue in today's uh, Magic news. But, no, it's not. So, a new... Uh, a new secret layer was announced today. It's coming out on October 4th, and it's The Walking Dead. Yep. Yep. Now, this one is going to be slightly different. Instead of being 24 hours, it's going to be available from the 4th through the 12th for pre-order. Yeah. Which is... Let's see here. October... So from Sunday to the following Monday. So at least it's not that 24-hour nonsense, but it it's still, it gets worse. <laughs> so, um... Well, okay, okay, let's, let's start with the good. Let's start with the it's good. It's not a 24-hour window. Right, so there's, there's that. Um, other things that are good. Uh, if you're a fan of both Magic the Gathering and The Walking Dead, we have found the niche product for you. It's it's a tie-in. There's probably a, a good overlap between fans of one and fans of the other. I'm sure there are lots of Magic players who enjoy The Walking Dead. I'm sure those people exist. I mean, I used to love The Walking Dead So that's a long that's time ago. Kind of neat. Yeah. And you used to love magic a long time ago. I did. I remember those days fondly. And hey, you know, in the past, secret layers have been, uh, you know, stuff that if you like them, great. If you don't, don't buy them. 
they've been the kind of thing that uh, it's like extra bling, like it's cards that uh, we'd seen before. Cards there was there was one that was all Thalia. It was Oops All Thalia. You remember that one? I do. Yeah, there's a lot of it's, opportunities to get new neat art of cards that you could acquire. Yeah. Yeah, to to, to personalize the things that you were doing in in new and interesting ways. While I rail on the business of secret layers, what's in them is fine. Because they're just fancy versions of existing cards. Has been. Well, yeah. For all the ones that have been sold up to now, they're just fancy versions of existing cards. And while I hate that they're catering to people with stupid amounts of money to burn... During a global pandemic when so many people in this country are without income. Um, and the, and when the FOMO is just wired in. And, <sighs> yeah, and it relies heavily on predatory FOMO business practices. Uh, but we've gone off on that so many times in the yeah. past. You probably yeah, know that by now. We're probably complaining about it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they were always just reprints of existing crap. They just were, and that's all they were, despite awful business practices and and whatnot. They were just reprints. So uh, can I can I can, can we do a dramatic reading? Can I go ahead and just read this first paragraph, and you can stop me when we hit the problem? Sure. Okay. Secret layer. I, I assume it's cross is the way we should read this. Secret layer cross the Walking Dead Who knows? will be available for pre order October fourth through twelfth, with the cards to be printed and shipped after the pre order concludes. That means if you want them, you're guaranteed to be able to order the drop, but they won't stick around forever. The cards included in this very special secret layer drop will be completely new to magic, depicting the iconic characters of the long-running and critically acclaimed TV series. These are mechanically unique cards that will be legal. What was that? These are mechanically unique cards that will be legal in eternal formats. Wait, what was that? Legal in eternal formats. So. Uh, Wait, there's more. There's more. Hold on. Commander players especially should look forward to bringing their favorite characters from The Walking Dead to life on the tabletop. Okay, for one, you can't tell commander players what they should and should not be looking forward to. Because commander players look forward to everything. This this is true. This is true. But it does mean it does mean that uh, you can play these cards well <laughs> in a sanctioned commander game. Well, maybe we'll get to that. Well, later. yeah. Okay, you're right. Maybe, maybe. So let's break this down. When they say mechanically unique cards, what that means is new cards. Yep. These are not reprints. Reskinning an old card with Godzilla. Yeah, and it's well here, let's just show them. They're 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 both right here in the Star City article. Uh we have Michonne, Ruthless Survivor, and Negan the Cold Blooded. Yeah, I don't know who either of those people are, but I I, I know Michonne. I stopped watching and reading before Negan showed up, so I don't know, but apparently he's a bad guy. Fair. Um But Remember the Godzilla cards, how there was another name right here below the name that was a real magic card? So that they could print non-Godzilla versions, which they did of all of them but the the, the pre-order, the box. What was he? The buy a box. 
Yeah. Uh, these don't have that. Nope. Y- you notice that? There's there's I no did. other name here. It's true. And also, the art on these depicts the actors from the show. Yeah. That right there is the comedian. Is that the guy that played Negan, really? Yeah. The guy oh. who played the comedian in the Watchmen movie was um, the guy who played Negan. I can't huh. remember his name now, but he was in a really good horror movie. Yeah. With a box. And now, there... Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, thank you, yes. There were some comments He's on... hot. What? <laughs> there, there, were, there were some comments on the Twitters uh, about this. Because, I mean, a, a lot of people were up in arms. And some of you were probably the people up in arms. But some of you may be folks like uh, someone who I had a Twitter conversation with who was like, I don't get it. What's the big deal? These cards aren't all that great. I don't understand why everybody's all so pissed. Okay, here's the thing to understand. The stuff in secret layers in these drops, these FOMO limited time, this is the only place to buy them drops. Oh, by the way, FOMO, in case you, you aren't oh, yeah. aware, is the fear of missing out, which is something that lots of, uh, well, marketing people, no offense, squee, uh, use to make you buy things. It's the strongest sales tactic in history. Yeah, yeah. it's really good at what it does, which is really bad. But anyway, the secret layer drops up until now have basically been, uh, here is a new art for a card that already exists, or uh, here is a themed art. These cards all go together for cards that exist, but they they were all cards that existed, right? Then we came to the Godzilla ones, and the Godzilla ones were kind of cards that existed but they were they were essentially like the way i think of them are like sanctioned altars they were an alternate treatment of what was still essentially a magic card right yeah yeah there have been the original card and it's the same thing yeah so there have been uh precedent for things that are well outside the scope of the uh, the magic multiverse uh, from a lore perspective, uh, but cards that were tie-ins. Like there were some Transformers cards that were made. There were some My Little Pony cards that were made. You know, other Hasbro properties that were tied into uh, uh, magic. But they were done as uh, like special like box sets that you could buy at like San Diego Comic-Con, those sorts of things. Uh, Hasbro PulseCon, question mark? I, I don't remember what it's called. Um, You mean Hascon? Hascon. Uh, But all of those were silver bordered, which meant, you know, you could play them with your house rules in your commander game, but they were not tournament legal in any way. So things that Magic did not do with Secret Lair Drops up until now. They didn't make brand new cards in Secret Lair Drops that you couldn't get any other way. And they didn't make stuff from outside the magic fantasy setting that were tournament legal. They have crossed both of those lines here. Like just blown right over those lines is what they've done. And they they did it so nonchalantly, like it ain't no thing. Like it's just what? What, what why are you why are you guys all upset? We don't we don't get it. It's someone somewhere had to make the decision. 
these are not silver bordered. Someone somewhere had to make the decision. These don't have a magic name underneath them. I don't know who it was, who was responsible for that. I don't know why those decisions were made. I have guesses, but they're all just wild speculation. But I don't like either one of them. And judging from the responses on social media, lots of other people don't either. I I have not seen a single bit of defense about this. I've seen outrage. I've seen a little bit of apathy, but I haven't seen anyone who felt that this was a good idea. And I think it's a terrible idea, an absolutely terrible idea. It flies in the face of so much of years of of magic design and magic. I'm going to say Watsy policy is what I'm going to say. And I find it all very upsetting. I'm troubled. It sets a dangerous precedent. Yeah. I mean, now, yeah, we're now setting ourselves up for whatever else they want to cross-promote in the future. Yeah, pick a thing. Yeah, Evan Irwin, I can't believe I'm about to agree with something Evan Irwin tweeted. Because I hate agreeing with anything Evan tweets because Evan is kind of tweet first and uses brain later. He's but reaction. Evan tweeted that this... I'm, I'm going to extrapolate a little from what he said, but this sets us on the road to where anyone that wants to throw some money at uh, wizards can get a secret layer drop with branded with their characters and wizards could potentially in the darkest, absolute darkest timeline, just become another place to throw out your brand. You'll get your happy meal toys. You'll get stickers on bananas and you'll get a magic secret layer drop. It will be tournament legal. I sure hope that the dump truck full of money from AMC was a really big dump truck full of money because I don't think it was. My God, there are so many people who are just you know that that sound you hear. Do you hear it? Just just tilt your ear. Do you hear that sound? That sound you hear is a camel's back breaking. <laughs> that's that's what you hear. So. Sort of my take on this when it was linked over to me earlier today uh, was that I, I was sent the the cards, like, you know, the, the Michonne card, and I looked at it and I was a little skeptical because, like, the way that it's worded doesn't match, like, the templating that I'm used to. And so that was kind of confusing. Like, you know, the Walker tokens thing was like, we would normally say, like, zombies with a size or whatever. And that was weird. Um, and that just sort of made me think it wasn't real. Like, I could understand there being announcement and then all of the fan cards that people have been making for years popped up. But then it was real. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's weird. Um, like, I, I watched the show long enough to know who, like, both of these characters are. And yeah, the cards are very flavor appropriate to them. And that's cool. But I... I really don't like the fact that the company that has managed to sell my family members like eight copies of Monopoly with different themes has now cracked open the case on being able to do this with magic. Um, because yeah. I really don't want to see like Avengers and Justice League magic cards or whatever other brands they think have synergy with this audience. Uh, but more to the point, like if they just did those the same way they did the Godzilla stuff, I'd be like, cool. Neat. Yeah. But Agreed. for 
everyone who was annoyed way back when the like nexus of fate thing happened of like here's the only way you can get this card and there's a chance it'll be relevant well this is way worse than that by leaps and bounds and anyone who was upset then and isn't upset about this really confuses me so after the outrage began uh, one of the things that Watsi has been very quick to point out is, oh, look, these these are these are new cards, but you know we reserve the right to print essentially identical cards with magic names in magic themes. We'll totally we'll totally do that. Okay, but here's the problem with that. Suppose that one of these cards, and sure, neither of them look like much now, but you know, a, a set from now, two sets from now, another card comes out that combos well with one of these, and suddenly it's the card you need. It's the card everybody wants. Everybody's run it in their commander decks, or everybody's running it in some uh, historic or some uh, vintage deck or legacy yeah, not, deck. Not historic. It's not a, an eternal format. Okay, sorry. Uh, your your uh, legacy or your vintage decks. They decide to print more. Because, hey, okay, sure, the, the AMC tie-in is done, but, you know, we can totally make a new one. We'll call it whatever we want to call it. We'll just make that thing. Uh, here's the problem. You've just made a functionally identical card. That's not the same thing as a reprint. I can yeah. now run eight copies of it in my Legacy deck, not four. I can now run two copies of it in my Commander deck, not one. This is not the same thing. We... We had two different paths to choose here. We went, okay, do you want path A, where we give it a magic name, or path B, where we give it a silver border? Which would you like to do? And somebody went, how about choice C? I, I think it's going to reach an interesting point if any of these are actually good enough, and they do their print more thing later, that someone will be sitting down at a table in the future, and they'll have a pithing needle in their hand and they look at their opponent and try to decide how much money they had in 2020. <laughs> because that'll actually be the thought process. <laughs> It'll be straight up like, well, one of these is useless because they'll probably have one of each in their deck. And I have to name the right card. And that sucks. Um, and they'll never print this version of them again because even if they didn't have like the whole secret layers nonsense... These are trademarks that aren't theirs. They're not going to double back to that. Yeah, the so, character names and the art yeah. are totally uh, uh, trademarked uh, things. And even if they were to just give it new art. No, they can't because the name is, is trademarked. They, it, they, you can't. Yeah, it's locked in. Like I thought when they were describing it to me earlier, since I hadn't read it yet, that these were going to get generic names, kind of like we do for any dual lands that they expect to reprint in the future. Like, non-setting specific names, like, instead of, like, you know, Negan, the cold-blooded, I was thinking it was going to be, like, um... Vicious hooligan. Charismatic cult leader or something. Like, there are ways to do this that we all know who you're talking about. Dude with bat. Yeah, like, jerk what ended a cliffhanger. Um, there's plenty of things that you can do with it. But no, they have their names and their art and the likenesses of real human beings. There's too many problems. Um, So, yeah, really and truly, if you think you're ever going to want these, you've now got a week to buy them. And there will be a Wizards knows that. And they're aware. And that's that's part of the calculus. Now, this isn't all of the cards. I don't actually know how many cards there are. I didn't I didn't care enough to read it. 
I don't remember. I think it said it somewhere, but yeah, I don't know where, but they have at least two or three other places. Let's see now, uh, follow three other places. So I think there's going to be five. That sounds right. Right. Because two came out today. One from Hollywood reporter, one from GameSpot. but secret layer may release one day. Nine's probably going to release one and GameSpot's going to release one. So there's at least four, maybe five. I like when you get five of them and you give two to GameSpot. Wait. No, apparently that first GameSpot isn't supposed to be GameSpot. It's supposed to be... uh... Entertainment Weekly. Except the link says GameSpot. And goes to this card. Yeah. Okay, so is... Wait, is Star City wrong? Who knows? There's bad communication on this, like always too but well this just goes right to the homepage of entertainment weekly good job good job star city (laughs) five all around um yeah like i i'm not surprised because it feels like once they started going down the secret layer path it was always going to be pushing the envelope a little more until people stopped buying them and this is just the latest push i seem to remember saying something to the effect of uh, if they ever start printing new cards, that's going to be a major problem. I mean, that's accurate. And uh, yeah, are. and hey, look, it didn't even take a year. This is just the 10th one, right? Uh, no, there have been more than that, haven't they? I don't know. Um, eh, let me go find out. Stand by. That's a Secret Lair X, The Walking Dead, not Secret Lair 10, colon, The Walking Dead. Right. I, I feel like I read 10th, though, but I don't know. There's probably been more than 10. Like, I know they released all a bunch of them at the beginning of the year, and then I lost track. Uh, let's see now. Are we going to include the, the... Do the Theros stargazing ones all count as one? Because there were multiple volumes in it. I have how no you, idea how any of that counts. I, I think it doesn't matter. I was just... Whatever number of them this is. It didn't take a year. Um, here we are. Precedent set. Um, looking forward to... Magic the Gathering, Secret Layer, Batman, where this I could get six Twenty-seventh. Robins. I'm sorry, how many? Twenty-seventh. When was the first one? Uh, the first one was December 3rd, 2019, so six years ago. Of course, that's counting all, like, the five at once as five. And they did the yeah, it is. Five or six, yeah. It is. Because yeah. they were technically... They are separate, product. distinct... Yeah products yeah yeah because there were several cases where it was like and then we'll do like a bunch at once but regardless and of how many of them are as chat is currently pointing out there's a bunch of them that still haven't even shipped to people that bought them months ago yeah so the other weird thing with secret layers is that um do you two in the chat remember the point in time when um cafe press existed oh yeah like it still Probably, I don't know. Like, when it was new and people cared. Um, <laughs> okay. Like, the dawn of, like, you know, 2001-ish era, where um, the ability to just get any picture on your computer printed on a single-run t-shirt, if you wanted it, for, like, a lot of money, and then you could leave the design up and slowly make a small amount of money off of other people. And, like, it became very, very quickly this thing of... Um, because no, there's no cost until people actually buy it. It's like print on demand. Mm-hmm. People just flooded the internet with crap. 
like nowadays you just scroll through Facebook and you see like obviously like bootleg shirts. Like I promise you, like Miyazaki did not make money from me buying this shirt. Um, like stuff like that all the way through. I feel like we've just hit that point with these secret layers where like they don't have to be great because they're not printing them till they get your money or they're printing a small number and then they'll print the rest of them when they get your money. And I feel like that's setting up a lot of like, oh God, you're right. Scenarios where they can just throw everything at us and just see what people buy and only print as they need to, because they already have the infrastructure to do it. And, and the cost of paying an artist is probably worth it. If it, even if it flops, because one of the others that they paid an artist for will make an ass ton of money. Yeah. Like, they can scattershot it. Because, again, all of this is running on FOMO. There are no consequences Look, to mistakes until we stop buying it's them. It's even right here in the logo. Yep. Miss a drop. Miss it's a drop. Gone. It's gone. I just saw that. And I'm like, are you serious right now? Yeah. Yeah. Deadly serious. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> I hate me, too. But I could not resist. It was right there. It's, it's I just I the see logo. this as a scenario where they can just start free licensing out to whatever so you know a thing that i have talked about in the past is one of the reasons that i don't like these sorts of products is not just the fomo it's not just that it's it's the fragmentation right the if you're trying to explain to someone where to get cards to play your game it used to be relatively straightforward. It used to be relatively simple. You had the two choices. You could buy booster packs or you could buy singles from a third-party retailer. Those are the two things that you can do. You, you can trade for them too, but I mean, if you actually just want to take cash monies and turn them into, into cards for this game, that's what you did. But then they started to make auxiliary products and some of those were great. Some of those were fine. I understand that they have their niche. They have their audience. Are you okay over there, Chewy? Excuse me. Um, like they started making commander decks. Okay. I get it. We now have a specific product that is for a specific market, a big market. There are lots and lots of commander players the world over. I get it. We needed something for them. And it was a place that they could now print cards that wouldn't break standard, but that were kind of needed or kind of wanted in commander. And I, I, I get that. But then you had a way for cards to now exist that look like regular magic cards that have the frame of regular magic cards that have a set symbol. Maybe it's a different set symbol, but there have been so many set symbols who knows, but that you could easily come across a card. And the only way to tell that it's legal in whatever format it is that you're trying to play it in is you just have to know. Now you're like, Oh, but yeah, but we know, well, yeah, that's because you're invested players. I'm talking about your new player just joining the game and what they're going to do. And then we go to a stage where we now have multiple kinds of boosters where you can get cards and the cards will look very different depending on which kind of booster they're coming from. There are frames that are completely different from the booster that it comes from. There's artwork that's completely different from the booster that it comes from. As someone who used to judge the amount of brain space that now needs to be taken up with, I glance at this card and can tell that it's legal or not is really getting crazy. Then along comes secret layers. And in secret layers, 
it may be completely different artwork, like art styles that you've never seen on a magic card ever before that doesn't fit with any set, doesn't fit with any genre we've ever seen before. And that's neat from a personalization standpoint, but it is, again, a fragmentation of how how the game works, like where you get your game pieces from. And now here, we've got a secret layer that not just looks different, but if I didn't know that this product existed and someone came to a tournament playing one of these cards, I would think that it was fake, right? It, it doesn't look like, it doesn't have the name of, it, it doesn't fit flavorfully. The, the identity of the brand at this point, of magic, the identity of the brand, you could say, oh, it's gotten so expanded. I would say it's gotten so diluted that it's not not diluted, not diluted. I'm sorry if that didn't come out right. Uh, it's, it's, it's vexing is what it is. And I don't care for it at all, like even a little bit. And it's not just that I'm old and I need you to get off my lawn. It's not just that I don't like change. It's that it's, it's, it's layering complexity upon complexity upon complexity until you need a damned, we do a show about magic and we can't keep up with <laughs> all of the new stuff. I just imagine what it would be like if someone sat down and their opponent had a walking dead card and some of the prime slime cards. Yeah. Mixed in with their other cards. I would kind of stare at them really slowly and wonder if they just bought packs of random things at the front of the store and then claimed they were all magic cards. Right. <laughs> Pretty sure that's a Marvel masterpiece in your hands there, sir. Oh, yeah, and then they're the masterpieces. <laughs> Forgot all about those. Pretty sure that's Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I, again, I do get somebody in the chat had pointed out, uh, if you don't like it, you don't have to buy it. And I get that. I, I totally get that. But. Uh, I think it, that argument goes out the window once you allow something to be played competitively. If you can't explain quickly and easily how to get the pieces you need to play the game, it quickly becomes too complex. It's there is there is I, I wasn't kidding earlier. There is a straw that breaks the camel's back. There is a mile too far. There is a line that can be crossed. And I I feel like we're not just wandering near the line. We're just like we saw the line and we just started sprinting. Just go, baby. Just run, forest, run soon. Forest Gump cards. So I actually like what Pharmacist Judge mentions about magic just becoming a rule set. Um, with the loss of aesthetic and as the weird corollary to this entire conversation we're having right now if they did decide to do the monopoly thing and they just released like a super small like you know pre-bought pack or whatever of just walking dead cards that you play with the magic rules and they can only be played with each other and like a side self-build like you know drafting deck building game completely unrelated to actual magic but it was just the mechanics so that's easy to pick up for magic players i don't think i would be bothered by that i i think that would be like well that's neat it's kind of complex for a throwaway game but 
I could see that being an angle that you could take if this is what you wanted to do and it not get in the way of everything else. You just don't call it magic. Can I, can I put on a tinfoil hat? Oh, God. I believe in you. Uh, is, is that the end game? Is that what the Hasbro overlords have as the ultimate plan? Is that once they, the once they run out of ability to milk all of us for every secret layer drop that they can, that they just make it a branded rule set? And so uh, this I, year, hey, what's the hot movie? We'll make a game for that. Here it is. It uses the magic rules. It's um, uh, it's Avengers sure. the Gathering. I could see them doing something like that using Arena. Avengers the Assembling. Uh, Avengers the Assembling. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I got that wrong. Yeah, I, I could see them using that digitally because that also makes things way more accessible. If they wanted to just do like Arena colon whatever and not even call it magic. I think they could do that. Um, so you're saying, so when Farmer's Judge said their magic is becoming just a rule set, this weird thing that you guys are completely speculating on, by the way, everybody, yeah. just in case yeah. so we don't hear crap later, uh, they're turning magic into a a platform instead of the product itself. I think that's an angle to take it regardless of whether or not it's what they're doing. And I think it would make more sense than what they're doing here. Um, like, if if my goal were to pitch something to Watsi, that's what I would be pitching. But I, I think right now the problem is that they're they're crossing too many streams. Also, they'll do a Ghostbusters set, and that'd probably be pretty cool. The, but they're crossing too many streams. Yeah, but like Clue said before... Ideally, these should have been silver-bordered, or they should have had non-AMC names underneath them so they could be reprinted as real magic cards, but they didn't do either, and they made them tournament legal. And what? Yeah. And the precedent isn't, well, if Negan is too good, then people are going to need it. It's that if they keep doing this... They will screw up and print something that's too good in Legacy. They will. Only they will. <laughs> they can't have a standard go three days without needing a ban. The day after, ro- like, three days after a rotation, they will print something that's too good. And then it all goes to hell. <laughs> yeah, because the whole buy a box promo thing, it took, like, four buy box promos before they printed something that then saw actual standard play? No, it didn't take four. It took two. Did it only take two? It was Wind Speaker and Sun... sun the sun two Minotaurs? And, yeah. Oh, and you're right. Then one, the yeah. next one was Nexus of Fate, wasn't it? I, I thought the there was at least one more in the middle, but it doesn't matter. It was, again, within a year. Go team. That's, that's our turnaround. Yeah. Uh, like, it didn't take them long. And then the argument was always, well, there's more of them in circulation than of any of these other mythics. And, like, I rolled my eyes then, too. But this one's not even going to have that excuse. Like, there's a finite I mean, number. for that one, it wasn't a limited print run. And this isn't a limited print run. It's just they're only going to print as many as they need, and then they'll never print it again. Yeah. But, like, the buy box thing was massively overblown by the community. By a long shot. I think it was overblown now that I've seen it from a distance. At the time, I was way more offended by it. Um, 
but I, I do think that I'm not going to look back on this the same way. Um, I, I don't think that this is going to be, it's going to feel as overblown because whether it's this one or the one three secret layers from now or whatever, they're eventually going to mess something like this up. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I don't play competitive magic and that I don't really buy magic product anymore because I don't want to do that. Speak up. I'm glad I don't buy these things <laughs> and I'm glad I don't have to play with them. Yeah. So yeah, here, as I had this on the screen a couple times earlier, Rosewater said, as Clue said, they have the ability to print the magic versions of these in future products, which still has the same problems that Clue said. And even uh, Sheldon Minery, you know, the Commander Rules Committee, uh, even tweeted out that, uh, that because emotions are high right now, they're not going to make a decision about legality or anything about these cards. Uh, but they're, they're paying attention. And he says, they're going to have something to say in the near future, certainly before the secret layer drop date. So before you can buy them, they will make their decision on whether or not it's legal in, uh, commander, you know, in you can house rule things, no matter what the RC says. And you should, but if you're going to go to somewhere where the uh, commander ban list is in effect, you might not be able to play them. But they're going to make that decision before it comes out, thank goodness. Yeah. You, you want to bet that they get at least one email from WotC? Uh, I mean, they don't have anything to do with WotC officially, so... They don't, but I'm sure I, they I might, could, but I don't I'm, know. I'm not expecting care. them to be like, do this or else. I'm just, I'm expecting there's going to be some amount of, hey, so. We think it would be best if product. you did this. <laughs> like, a nice rules committee you got there. Should be a shame if something were to <laughs> happen to it. Happen to it. <laughs> yeah. Like, when your promo page has that commander players, especially line. Sure would be a shame if they said you couldn't. So, yeah, yeah, it, like it's a choice. I just expect it to be a choice with some weight behind it. Also, there's another issue that I wasn't aware of because I don't know Negan, but apparently, and a minor content warning uh, for the next few minutes. But uh, apparently, you remember not long ago when Wizards of the Coast. Uh, banned a bunch of old cards for being, uh, you know, insensitive. Yeah. yeah. Negan is a rapist. Yeah. Sure is. And he's on a magic card. Yeah. That's a that... magic card. Yeah. That's not a good look. That's... I found that out today, and I was like... Oh. That's nice. Yeah. So, you know, there's uh, there's more to this than just the business side of things and the card availability and all of that that we've been talking about. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, look, right there on a magic card, grinning. I and it's, hope it's a magic it was card. a look. really big dump truck full of money. Look. 2020 I mean, Wizards of the Coast. It says it right there. 
so yeah just saying so is, yeah, have we beaten wizards don't know that <laughs> i severely doubt that no one at wizards knew that uh so how ha- have we beaten this dead zombie to death twice like, I have we double tapped cardio, all that good stuff? Oh, that's the wrong, wrong property. I'm sorry. How long until we get Zombieland property. Three Secret Lair? Anyone? Anyone? Uh, I mean, there's a vehicle with a three on it. I believe in it. Also, uh, it was pointed out in our chat that uh, because Michonne just says when Michonne enters the battlefield, create two Walker tokens, and it does the card itself doesn't spell out what a Walker is. That was the thing that made me think it wasn't a real card this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be specified in the in the tournament rules, therefore. Or in the comp rules. In the comp rules. Yeah. Which so. means they're going to have to make an entry in the comp rules specifically for this. Now, yep. in my mind, you know how when they do promo versions of cards, sometimes the text box is a little shorter and a little less? Sure. I was thinking, well, this is just the promo version. And then I realized this is the only version. It is, yeah. although so the it, oracle text may be longer, right? That is true. It could be. And this is being treated as the promo version. But the fact that, like I said, it'll just be, the name will be Walker and it'll be a 2-2 type zombie. But the game doesn't know that just because it's what's printed on the token, which means they are going to have to add that to the comp rules probably. Do you, do you remember at the top of this story when I said, hey, let's take a moment and focus on the good parts? Yeah, there weren't any. I'm, I'm not sure that there are any. <laughs> um, no, even, Watsy got a dump truck full of money, so that's the Watsy that's got the good a part. dump truck full of money. And it's good, good for them. But, God like, awesome. we've been saying all this year that it's clear who Watsy is working for. And they're working for the bottom line. Now, it's always, you know, it's a business that's got to make money. But it doesn't have to make all the money. And it doesn't have to make the money like this. And look. Exactly. I don't want anybody to be upset at any specific individuals at once. By and large, the people who you know and you interact with on social media, by and large... Those people have a deep love of this game. Yep. They have the best interests of the game at heart, but they're not in charge. They're not actually in charge. There are decisions being made at higher pay grades than they're at. And they've got to clean up for it. And they're not going to come. You're not going to have Mark Rosewater come out and say, yeah, we didn't want to do this, but Hasbro made us. Even if it's true, Mark Rosewater is not going to say that. Well, no. Because it's literally Mark Rosewater's job to be excited about magic and all the great things that it's doing, even when they're not great. We need to go ask Scaff Elias instead. So... Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're going to be angry at any specific individuals, just go straight for the CEO. <laughs> Don't sure. send him hate or harass him, but just you can just be angry at I him. Mean, 
as noted, it's their prerogative to make money, but you're not under any obligation to like people. Like, they had to earn us liking them. Yeah, and they've been pissing it away all year. So you think when the dump truck did roll up and they popped the button and it lifted up and all the money fell out the back, there was a message under all of the money telling them to, like, ban a card? (laughs) That's maybe how we got here with them um, with today's (laughs) banning. Because we know that's how it works. There's probably a message that said, uh, don't, uh, don't ban Omneth yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it said ban Uro instead. Yeah. I, uh, I also feel like there might be a monkey's paw somewhere. I, I think monkey's to... paw is the official sponsor of 2020. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. monkey had like 80 middle fingers. Somebody was like, hey, wouldn't it be great if we could get a tie-in with one of those, like, popular streaming shows? Wouldn't that be awesome? And somebody went, yep, done. They're like, who was that guy who had the, like, red suit and smelled slightly of sulfur? Who who was that? Evil Santa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right. So, there is one more bit of news and another eye roll at Watsy coming up. Yeah, stay tuned for those. So, are, are we are we good on this? Gotcha I think we're good. Yeah, I I think so. Okay, good. So, because a new set came out and rotation happened, it wanted. Hey, there's been an update to the uh, tournament rules, the MTR, as it's colloquially colloquial. Could someone say that word for me? Colloquially. Colloquially. There we go. Samaflange. What the Samaflange. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so it's all just about the new stuff in the, uh, in the new set. Nothing else big going on, really. Also, you'll see that it's on the homepage instead of on Toby Elliott's blog. Go team. Yeah. But I want to bring your attention to this. Section 3.5, other sections, checklist cards. Zendikar Rising has introduced a help card instead of a checklist card to represent double face cards. This section has been renamed to helper cards. Okay. So then there was a tweet from uh, this person that says, tweeted at Watsy Matt, Matt Tabak, who said, how should I call the cards used to represent a double face card? Substitute card or a helper card? And Matt Tabak replied, well, officially they're substitute cards. And this this person, we'll, we'll say Alf, said, uh, well, because over here it says this and over there it says that. And Toby Elliott was tagged and he goes, as far as I was told, the official name was Helper Card. Tayback said it was changed from checklist card to substitute card in the Zendikar Rising update. Toby said, okay, I was told Helper was the replacement name. Someone else pointed out they were called helper cards in the Zendikar Rising release notes. And Tabak goes, yeah, it was changed after that document was written. So in the official tournament rules, they're terms that aren't right. Because some stuff got changed and nobody bothered to tell anybody else. I just appreciate that we're looking at the difference between hamburger substitute and hamburger helper. Like, wow, that is a massive difference. Because like, one of those is plant based, and the other one is stuff in a box. 
Yeah. It's like cheese and pasta in a box, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it, it's, it's just it's another just example of... <sighs> really, Watsy? Get your stuff together. Yeah. Like, they're not hurting anything. It's just more symptomatic of how bad the communication and how quickly things are getting dropped out without any form of review. Yeah. Which started about two years ago and has not gotten better. Yeah. And, like, chat is pointing out, nothing new, really. He used the wrong terminology. That happens all the time. Yeah, but this whole exchange here is something that shouldn't happen in a business that's run properly. Yeah. And pharmacist judge, it's not just he, like literally the MTR, if you go look at it right now, uses the word helper card, even though it's wrong. It's not just the article. It's the actual published MTR, the PDF of the MTR that you can download right now is wrong. Yeah. It's incorrect. Like, it's, it's not, yeah, the, the, apparently this is a thing that wasn't clear because Clues thought it was, he actually, yeah, I thought it, he I got thought real quiet the for article. a while. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's in the article, they screwed that up, somebody will edit it, it's fine. Uh, no. Yeah, he uh, got real quiet for a while in the, the, the pre-show odds and ends, and all of a sudden he goes, wait, it's in the MTR too! And I said, yeah. He went, what? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, like Bill said, it's not hurting anything. It's just yet another example of they, nobody seems to be doing their job properly all of uh, all over the place at Watsy. And not to throw shade at Tabak and Toby, but I'm throwing shade at Tabak and Toby and everyone else in, involved in this. It's just a little thing, but there's so many big things right now that uh, just another little thing is like, really, guys, come on. Yeah, like yeah. I said, that sound you hear. <laughs> so yeah again just just yet another example of uh, but oh well that's all i got is that all you got uh, i got headache drugs because this topic i think that's all i got yeah yeah that's that's all we got okay well how about we Wrap it up then. Meh. Meh. Yeah. A lie. <laughs> so, um, theoretically, like, Magic Online and Arena exist. Just letting you know. Uh, moving on. Uh, so, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at SqueeGoblinAbob. Uh, there's no <laughs> I in Goblin because it, I think it might have been hiding in the wrong dump truck and did not get all the money. Um, it will be missed. Uh, I have not tweeted in a bit. I've been work busy, and anytime I'm not working, I'm away from my computer, or I'm specifically in a game playing stuff with Chewy and the group. So I've just been super neglectful of Twitter. Admittedly, Twitter is a miserable place to be in election year anyway. Um, so I don't really Accurate. miss it as much as I should. But... Yeah, um, in terms of media consumption, I've been enjoying um, Lovecraft Country. I think it's probably the best TV show right now. Uh, I won't spoil any of it for anyone, but if you've got access to HBO, it's worth watching. Um, I think they're about seven episodes in. So if you get a chance, check it out. It's great. Um, it's not for the squeamish, but it's great. Um, 
I've also been watching season two of The Boys as it's come out. Also not for the squeamish. Also incredibly dark. Maybe I need to find something happy and simple. Um, nah. Do those things exist now? I mean, theoretically, I could probably find something. Dude, oh, Avatar The Last Airbender is on Netflix. So yeah, they exist. Like, Animaniacs is coming back. I'll just wait for that. Oh, yeah, there's that. That'll be nice. I hope Animaniacs doesn't come back, like, dark and gritty, because that would make me sad. Um, <laughs> Zack Snyder does Animaniacs. No! <laughs> oh, that would be so bad. Like, it would be like Yakko sings the parts of the body as they get broken. <laughs> um, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> uh, Starring Negan. Oh, God. Oh. No one wants that. Awful. Um, yeah, exactly like the show we don't talk about. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, I started playing Xenoblade. That's fun. Um, been making my way through video games a little bit at a time, so that's cool. And I think that's about all I got right now. So I'm going to go ahead and toss it over to Clues. Hey, uh, if you want to hear more from me, I'm I'm on Twitter far more than I should be. Uh, you can find me there. I'm at Locke Luzet, spelled just like it is in the show notes. Probably the most important thing that I will be telling you repeatedly for the next month is you should vote. It's extremely important. You should we're make sure a, you're registered to vote. We're about a month out now, so we're starting to hit deadlines where if you're not registered to vote, it's going to be too late real soon. Don't let it be too late. Take care of that and take care of that now and have a plan for how you're actually going to manage to vote, either going to the polls or uh, voting absentee, uh, check with your local rules, regulations and, and, and laws and make sure that you actually get your voice heard properly in this election because it's kind of a big deal. So do that. Uh, Also, we're coming into flu season, so get your flu shot. That's also super duper, like, crazy important this year. Like, seriously, you should do that. Like, really. I know you might have put it off before and eventually got around to it. Uh, Let's be proactive on this one, because it's important. Yeah, we don't want a flu outbreak on top of a COVID outbreak. Yeah, that's not not where you want to be, man. Not where you want to be at all. Um, Other than that, uh, try and be excellent to each other like seriously we need it these days and uh get enough sleep that's probably good advice get enough sleep let's take it over to chewy hello i'm chewy uh have i been consuming any media so we still do the weekly watch party here on twitch if you've got amazon prime you can totally link your Prime and Twitch accounts in order to join a watch party every Saturday night. We do those right here on uh, twitch.tv slash themanapool. And we watched usually two movies. This week we watched Labyrinth. Not Pan's Labyrinth. For some reason people keep thinking that whenever I say Labyrinth. Like multiple people. Not the same thing. One of those is creepy and terrifying. The other one is David Bowie, His Giant Penis, and Muppets. They're both creepy and terrifying, but in very different ways. In very extremely different ways. Don't accept food from either of them. True. Uh, But we watched Labyrinth and The Secret of Nim. 
So that was a good night. Next week, or I guess later this week, because it's Monday now. Wow. We're going to watch, we're going to do a DreamWorks double feature. We're going to watch How to Train Your Dragon, the first one. And then we're going to watch Megamind, which I've never seen. And people in chat assured me that it's awesome and underrated. So we're going to watch those two. It'll be great. I would say I'll try to get one of these two to join me, but they won't. So I'll I'll have Steph probably. Steph is That's adorable. Uh, <laughs> I've been I've been watching just lots of stuff because I'm finding it harder and harder and harder to be motivated to come in here and work. Well, up until earlier last week, uh, for some reason my brain space has not been in a sit here and do work place it's been a oh god make it stop please distract me so i i go out to the living room and and just watch stuff so like for instance earlier today i watched the witches you guys remember that i remember the book the book was really good the movie is also really good i think there's enough difference that eh, i don't remember actually it's been a long time since i read the book but yeah with uh, angelica houston huston houston i don't know how you say her last name uh, as uh, the the leader of the witches or whatever, it's it's really creepy, but it's a children's book and a children's movie. Because in the eighties, dark children's movies were fine. I don't know why, when, or why we lost that, but we seem to have in uh, recent decades. I think it goes in cycles. I guess I just don't I remember seeing anything that isn't like. like Happy, 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 happy for children in a very long time. I think the dark stuff now just goes over their heads until they look at it again when they're older. I mean, it always did. Yeah. But, like, there were people in the chat who were like, I wonder if my kid is old enough to see this when we were watching Labyrinth. I'm like, how old's your kid? He's like, like, 12. I'm like, yeah, yeah, your kid should probably have seen this already. Like... <laughs> I remember the very, not the first time I saw Labyrinth, but Labyrinth was the first time that I saw um, something on the Disney Channel where someone was allowed to swear. Like, this is way back in nice premium channel Disney days when they didn't have commercials or anything. Yeah. It was like, it really stood out to me that someone was allowed to swear on the Disney Channel. Yeah, because Hoggle says damn. Actually, a bunch of characters say damn in uh, Labyrinth. Yeah, she says damn in one of the last scenes, too. Yeah, and then in the, uh, and she was only like, the character was only 14 and Jennifer Connelly was only 16 when that was being filmed, yeah. so. <gasps> and yeah. uh, in in the, the song that's playing at the beginning, uh, David Bowie even sings, It Hurts Like Hell, and at one point it repeats, Hurts Like Hell, Hurts Like Hell, Hurts Like Hell, like four times, and I was like, okay, David Bowie? But then yeah. his massive penis is in so many scenes, so like, True. Jesus. Thanks, there was a person in the chat, I think the same one who'd never seen it, who was like, I thought, always thought people were exaggerating that part. Uh, and I was like, no, they are not. Nope. <laughs> he is not the Goblin Prince. <laughs> but anyway. Um, also, um, on, on Sunday, yeah, yesterday, I played Among Us for the first time. And I'm going to try to turn that into a semi-regular thing for the Manipool community. So join the Discord, and there's an Among Us channel down at the bottom. Jump in, 
and help us figure out, play with us, because I really want to have a full crew of 10 to be able to play without having to rely on, like, other streamer, uh, like Cap and his wife and, like, two people that he brings with him. I want to be able to have all of us actually play together as a community without relying on outsiders. Not outsiders, but I don't want to have to... Hey, could you bring a friend? Because we don't have enough. Like, that's that sucks. So it's only five bucks. Or it's free on mobile. Yeah, and on mobile you can pay two bucks just to get rid of the ads. And that's totally worth it. Do it. Nice. But yeah, it's five bucks on Steam. It'll run, I think, on a potato. Like an actual potato. It is not... Very, it runs on my uh, ancient tablet. Oh, it re- oh, is your tablet ancient? Yeah, it runs on his ancient tablet. Yeah. And it's entirely too much fun. It's about lying to your friends about murdering your other friends. Correct. Or accusing your friends of murdering your other friends while they lie to you. It's it's so great. I didn't get the uh, hype at all until I played it for the first time. And I was like, this is amazing. So, yeah. Which was yesterday. Played it for the first time. So... Awesome. Anyway, so, uh, yes, if you would like to help support what I do with all the streaming and the YouTube videos, I've got Among Us videos coming at some point. I've got a five-hour stream I have to go through to find games to turn into YouTube content. So that's going to take some time, but as soon as I get them done, I will start putting them up. And also Mario 64 came out on the Switch, and I did one stream of it already. And that's going to go up on YouTube because it's one of my favoriteest games of all time ever. So, yay. Very excited. I can't wait to stream that again. Might do that on Wednesday. But anyway, anyway. Because it really is one of my favorite games ever. I, I beat it. I 100%ed it. I got 120 stars in Japanese on that stupid game. And then yeah. when the American version came out, and the names of the stars told you how to get them, or there was a sign that told you what to do, I got pissed, because I had to figure all that stuff out. <laughs> yeah. Because, spoilers, I don't speak Japanese. That's Bill. It's true. It's true. Also, I was 15 You do a better job of naming Japanese players than you give yourself credit for, though. I appreciate that. But I still can't read the characters. Yeah, so. yeah, that does not at all help you identify the star that's hidden within a wall on Thwomp's Fortress. Uh, that one? You know how I found that one? Through the credits? Through the credits! Because yeah. <laughs> after you beat the game, it does like a fly-through of various stages. And there was just a star right there. And I'm like, what? And I had to go back. And like, I'm like butt-slamming it and nothing. And then I remember, there's a cannon down there! And it, it was it was like it was an amazing ah, moment. But anyway, anyway, you'll hear about all that uh, on those videos. So yay! <laughs> but yeah, that's upcoming. I'm still working on the super secret project at the moment. It's in roll around in my head mode, still with all the cobwebs and despair and everything else that's going on in the world. There's still the Legend of Zelda related project tumbling around in there, and I spend a lot of time going. Hmm. About it. So, still in there. Don't worry. Okay. So, yeah, with that, I'll be done. So, hey, you can go to patreon.com slash themanapool, sign up to become a lifeguard. You know the drill by now. Let me thank the mythic lifeguards in whatever order this is. Uh, uh, hang on, scroll to the top, stupid. 
ALK Alters, Backwards Logic, Connor Kennedy, Jason Doan, Danny Liao, Gothic Man, The Big Spender, uh, Jeff Spencer, Casey, Cody Buckowing, Aleph Cat. Uh, Aleph Cat is also an excellent Among Us player because he's English. So you automatically want to believe everything he says while simultaneously not believing anything he says. It is the dual power. Yeah. Uh, where did I stop? Aleph Cat. Lance Delicious, Andrew Hunt, John Morris, Jason Kaus, The Beast Father, Aaron Goodwine, PJ McMullen, Team You, Hellos, How Are You? He gave me permission to call him by his handle, but I'm not gonna. Uh, Beardy Man, Jake Jansons, John Parker, Scuzzo, Kim Ho, and Al. Yay! And one of those people who wishes to remain nameless uh, because they're a very private individual uh, has just informed me that uh, their girlfriend is pregnant. So big congrats to you, mystery person. Yeah, congrats. Congratulations. It's not me. Mysterious I wasn't on that list and I don't have a girlfriend and she's not pregnant. Anyway. Clues has to pee a lot. He might be pregnant. Uh, No, I just drank gobs of water when I got home from work because I had to lecture late in the day and I had on a mask and I couldn't drink anything while I talked. So when I got home, I was just... uh... Drink. Have you have you had a pregnancy test? Uh no. Then but you I don't know for sure. <laughs> don't think. No, I'm pretty certain that I can't become pregnant. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring up yeah, any painful medical things. It's, clues, it's, so, I'm sorry. it's it's okay. I wasn't trying to be. Oh, good. Anyway, okay, we're gonna stop now. So <laughs> this has been. Monday Night Magic, number 698. Uh, next episode, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a, f- a fairly large announcement to be made. So be sure you show up for the next episode, whenever that is. When there's news, we will we will cover it. So Some given Monday. Two or three weeks? <laughs> that hurt. Yeah, on. I, no, I'm not dying. I just accidentally... Okay, I, then rule two... There's no swearing on. Monday That's not Magic. rule two. Is don't be a dick. <laughs> oh, rule three. Ow. Okay. Anyway, that hurt like hell. I was, I was trying to move my pants because my, my shorts were hung. So I was pulling, and my hand slipped, and I bam the underside of my desk, and it hurt like hell. So we're gonna go now. So thank you. Related injury at the end of the show. Ow. Okay. Yeah, we're we're gonna go, and I'm gonna get some ice to put on my finger probably because that actually. I think there might be some swelling. I don't know. So thank you all so very much for joining us. And uh, don't buy The Walking Dead. Or do. Whatever. I don't care.